and small talk. I'm Janine Ramirez, and today I have someone that I'm uber comfy with to ease myself into these interviews, but that's also so weird interviewing people that you know so well. But I will introduce her to you. So, the amazing, amazing Isa Bridio Velete, who has been my soul sister since freshman orientation at Ateneo. So I rec- I remember meeting her for the first time and it was crazy. Like I don't know there was that game that we were like smashing into each other which is so violent. I don't know why that was the game in the orientation. And then yeah, the parang chain, like you're linked in a chain that you have to like break the chain or something and it's just as in, I forgot that's how we met. Yeah, that was like the first game and we were the ones that are super competitive na we have to win, guys. Parang keep the chain alive. So, it's, diba? From the start, intense na yung relationship natin. Yun and I remember her getting her job in Singapore and her telling me and me jumping on my bed like, oh my God. And I think like right after I booked tickets, my flights to go there. Now, wala pa siya dun. I'm gonna visit you. And then from Singapore, she even went to Tokyo also for work. And then to Rotterdam in the Netherlands. And now she's in Parma in Italy. So... All of this while juggling a successful career and her family life. I'm so amazed at Ease. And that's why I'm having her on my podcast. So thank well. you, Isa, for, <laughs> for joining me in ISOC at Small Talk. How are you? I'm good, but also I agree with Patty that you don't suck at Small Talk. So <laughs> Maybe I talk too much at Small Talk. Yeah. Like, this is, this is not the right name for your podcast, but it's okay. And I was telling her, it's like, I realized after my conversation with her that it's something more internal. Yeah. Like, it's me. But of course, like with you guys, it's not nakase small talk. But let's no, say you interrupt. Like, and maybe it was more beforehand and certain types of people that I really, like, I'm like frozen and I don't know what to say. Because I was like so plana, right? In, no, in you college. were. You were, but I think over time, which I think a lot of people do, you sort of learned how to to talk, to do small talk, because it's more about asking questions. And every time you introduce yeah. you to somebody, that's what you do anyway. You like start talking mm. to them, and you start asking questions, and that's the magic of that's the yeah. trick to small talking, right? So, yeah, curiosity, curiosity, exactly. But that's if. But there are people because that it's hard. Like you ask them a question and they don't really a- like yes. they're like one word answers. And with those people, maybe like well, it's I, not your fault, na it's theirs. Yeah, they suck at small talk. I'm gonna <laughs> call this days. They suck at small talk. It's not your problem. <laughs> okay, game. I have questions and okay. I want to know the answers because. <laughs> Yeah, fine. It's not just like sucking at small talk, but there are a lot of like insecurities and you know, parang struggles that we have. Yeah. And I've always admired like your confidence because Shows. it's like it's like so natural. <laughs> and when you have a goal, like you go for it, like without a doubt, without hesitation. And it's like, yeah, like fearlessly. Like let's say Manila <laughs> to Singapore. Were you super sure? Na parang, okay, I want this job. I'm gonna go for it. Like, what was yeah. that like? And 
Right there! How oh, does yeah. that even come out? No, Natural? Think... Natural. <laughs> Sorry. No, but it's like... I was thinking about it because, diba, you were sharing with me some of the questions that you were gonna ask. But then I was really thinking about, was I ever scared moving to Singapore? And I cannot remember feeling scared with Singapore. It was just excited and... I was just yeah. super, super excited. I, I really don't remember fearing any, like, oh, what if I get there and I'm not gonna enjoy it? Or mga all these questions. Yeah. And I was thinking about why I wasn't scared. Right. And I I really think it's just because I'm lucky to have, like, that sense of security home at home. So, hmm. parang, if, if anything goes wrong, if I can't pack it, if it doesn't go the way I think it should go or the way I want it to go... I have my family at home who I know will not right. judge me. And I have you guys who I'm sure like, I'm sure you guys will be like my hype men, right? right? So it's, I think it was that. It wasn't ever, it wasn't scary because even when I was younger, I've always wanted to be independent and my family hated it so much because I was like, I want to live in a condo by myself at 18. <laughs> I'm like, how do you have money? Where do you get how would you get the, how would you get a condo where you're gonna pay for it? Who's gonna pay for your rent? Like I remember my dad and mom laughing because I was like I was like eighteen and wanting to live on my own because everybody was in freaking in Katipunan, what were the names of those? I want a dorm like, and Prince David. Prince David. So in my head, Burgundy. Like, oh, eh? yeah, Burgundy. Burgundy flats. I was like, oh. How can people, why Why can other people live on their own? So I remember even in college, I was like that. So, the Singapore But you lived one, so I, close. Like, I know. No. I know. I was, I know. I know. I lived 20 minutes away from Kapipunan. No, but then it was also cool because when the Singapore offer came, before that, siguro a year before, Marvs and I were talking about it. They were like, maybe at one point we should try living somewhere. Because when will you do it pa? Like, when yeah. will we try and then it came, so both of us were like thinking about it. And we never really searched until the opportunity came. So for me, when things like that happen, apparently you don't question it, diba? You need to sort of go yeah. for, like, and it's I guess, so like, Mentally, you were prepared because you've yeah. been thinking about it and you've been wanting it. And then you have the support system naman na you know there. Parang no matter what happens, exactly. whether you succeed or fail, like you're good anyway. So, exactly. and I think but that's was it like, hard? Like Singapore? I don't know. Yeah, because there's like a really fun, I guess, and supportive also Filipino community there. So I guess yeah. no. But did you ever feel homesick despite all of that, or no? Na? Singapore, not so much because only when I when I miss you guys or when I miss family yeah. like events and stuff, and you kind of want to be part of that. And at one point, I think we had like a chat group or maybe Facebook pa at that time and then you guys would have stuff. I miss those things but then I know yeah. when I'm home I can count on you guys to like make time to see me or I also like yeah. to make time to talk to you guys. So not so much because it was just so new to live alone to have money of my own. <laughs> diba? Like Singapore for myself and even for Marv's that was your first foray into just thinking about yourself not having somebody tell you what time you should go home what when you don't live with your parents. That was the first time. So it honestly I can't remember any fear with Singapore. And like you said, we had such a big community there. 
that I lo- that was super supportive and they're still one of our best friends to date like yeah we were like how many people mga 20 people so no what Singapore for me was just a also it was an easy one if I if I think about it because it's so close to Manila yeah it's true and so we managed to go home every mga siguro four times a year if if I remember right three or four times a year so it wasn't that scary because you could always go and like people like you coming I think you yeah came. you were you were a like month, a hostel a okay <laughs> every week or something you have to book in advance because yeah, there's you, always someone staying with you so but then you were the first visitor right and you came talaga before everybody else and I didn't even know Singapore then <laughs> so it was like <laughs> but it was really fun diba? so no Singapore was was easy it was an easy choice to make I have to say though that I applaud that you were so like confident even if you had a relationship. Because when yeah. I look back and it's so gross, okay, I find myself <laughs> so gross that I would it was such a big deal for me when I'd have to like leave Manila for for work and like leave a partner behind and parang the whole missing thing. But parang now that I'm older, I'm like, what? Like, you should have had more fun. <laughs> I know. Uh, but was was like LDR hard? Ours was fake LDR. We were apart for four months, and in that four months, he came. Ah, so super fast, came lang. Two months in, but we we made that like decision because I knew that he could come because at that time Singapore was still offering like long-term passes for people to move so we knew it was gonna be easy so remember I also had another long-distance relationship before yes are you sure you want to mention no my point is my point is my point is with Marge, it wasn't real long distance, but it only works when you guys have a plan. Whether it's right. for even with all my other friends who've done long distance, I only see it working when they know, okay, this is our timeline. This is when we're gonna see each other. Because without that, you're gonna get used to the fact that you're apart. And I, I don't really see the point unless you know you're yeah. gonna be together. But that's me. Huh? Other people can make it work. Me, I cannot. I, I don't know how. Without right. a deadline, or right? A no, I, I think maybe like the deadline of we're gonna be together for real. I don't know if I need that, but no, I can't do LDR. But like, I think yeah, me too. I can't do it. <laughs> um, but I think the like you have something to look forward to. At least you know you're yeah. going to see each other. Because I also had like LDR and <laughs> and it was like. When are you even going to see each other? It was so hard. It made it so hard. But if you have yeah. a date and like the tickets and all of that ready, parang I think that makes it easier. I guess. But also like the long-term piece, right? Because you can do the planning. Okay, every two months, maybe we can see each other. Or this month, we'll see each other. But then when will the back and forth end? Right. Like, because that's also lang, tiring. Yeah, because if you don't have like that direction, how... Where are you guys headed? Like, what are you gonna do? You're forever gonna not be together. I mean, if others right. can do it, it's okay. But me, that doesn't work for me. I really want somebody physically around. So, yeah, yeah. me also. I I'm like I like hugs. <laughs> <laughs> so there, that's the advice, guys, for LDR. Make sure you have your timelines. 
Yeah, yeah. But I don't know I don't now. Know. Maybe that's our generation. We're old naive. Maybe, yes. maybe no. Maybe me. It's I'm speaking long for what I right. think I could do. But either way, I don't think I can do LDR like that. Kaya nga four months lang eh, that after that, wala you had it like man. clearly in your yeah. mind. Okay, ayaw na ng ano ng heart stuff because who knows what's going. <laughs> <laughs> but you've had like a re- like there your corporate adventures are really scattered around the world. Do you have a favorite city that you lived in that you'd I consider do, uh, living in again? I Which don't one? Know if I consider living there again, but okay. I really love Japan. Like Tokyo was, yeah. and you know, right? Yeah, I super. You're I think same. Japan is I mean, one you... of the countries that I I visited. Like, a lot more times. Usually, I don't like going back to a country that I've yeah. already been to or the city. Parang, ah, I'll spend my money on something. But Japan is, like, just... I it's love so it worth also. it. And you know, I'm like, so jealous that you so got to, times. like, live... That you got to... Yeah, but, but it's, there. like, short lang. But anyway... Yeah, but you were the same. You did all of your, like, different... You, did, you lived almost in the same places that I did. I mean, you did Amsterdam. So you went yeah. to Netherlands. You did Tokyo. And then you did uh, Dubai, was it? Yeah. Dubai? Yeah, Dubai and, and Doha. Uh. Oh, Doha. <laughs> and what, what, what's there another one? Uh, no, that no. was it. And that's no, I think that was it. Yeah. Yeah. I just followed you. Oh my God. <laughs> Thank you, you guys. Subscribe to my newsletter. Yes. <laughs> but okay, so you, you've lived in all these so what okay give me the, the lowdown of how long where. Like Singapore, how yeah. long were you there? Almost five years. So 2011 to 2016. Tagals. And then Tokyo was 2016 to 2020. Our shortest so far was the Netherlands, which was 2020 in the middle of the pandemic until 2022. Gulo. And then now 22 to 23. One year now in Italy. Almost. Actually, we just celebrated our one year in Italy. So, well, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> No, but I Japan, can't. I can't even say anything. No. But yeah, like, what about Japan? Do you love? I don't, I mean, I'm sure you'll agree. One, the food is just so mg. Like, honestly, any kind. Yeah, of food. but we're both living in places now that are know, also very like foodie. I know that's true. Except I prefer Japanese food, so that's maybe one. And then two, well, apparently Japan is just so cool. Like, the vibe and the culture. Parang you feel the culture so much, but then you also have, like, which is a bit traditional, but then you have, like, this super cool, hip, effortless vibe. I don't know. Whenever, like, whenever I walk, like, the streets of, like, Tokyo or even in the mga small cities or towns around, somehow there's always that one or two streets and you're like, my God, the stores are so cool, the people are so cool, everyone yeah. just looks it's not even about beautiful. Eh. Parang, it's just, I don't know, the craft, the way they think, the, I don't know. It's, yeah, the whole package. I remember, Mark, we were deciding at that time, diba? Um, I had an option to to leave the company and work for a, a different company in Paris. So we're like, okay, two different cities, one European, one Asian, both with languages that you need to learn. You need to learn French to live in, in Paris. You need to learn Japanese to live in Japan. Where do you want to live? And I was arguing with him because I was like, but I want 
my in my head kasi like we want to go global we were living in Asia already so is it we need to go Europe and then he was right. like but babe when or when have you ever met anybody that's worked in Japan like don't underestimate how unique Japan is that's Marvin whatever Marvin you just wanted to live in Japan and he's super <laughs> And when he visited me, it was he was like, oh my god, he loves it. <laughs> Come on, Isa, Japan, Japan. Yeah. Exception. No, it's true. no, but but it's true. Like even if we live in Asia, Japan is its own animal. It's so exactly. different. It's an it's alien so world that I absolutely yeah. love. I want to go yeah. back. Please. I know. Gonna, we need to try to. Go, we're trying to go visit next year because we haven't visited since we left because we left in the pandemic. Like March 2020. Uh, no, August 2020. So, crabe. No, but. Yeah. Like, I'm, I swear. Like, so purposeful all the time. And then you, you hey. make it happen. Because there, I think you guys were really thinking of living in Japan, right? Even before the opportunity yeah. presented itself. And. Yeah. So, yeah. Whenever I have, like, career problems, I like talking. <laughs> <laughs> But this is like new that I never really had to ask. But making friends in a new city. So when we were in college, like I was the I was like super shy. You're super shy. And you had like so many friends. And it's just through Isa that I kind of like know who is who. Because if not, I'd just be in my cave. But <laughs> what is your trick? To making friends and especially you know outside of our country like in a new city i don't think there's any trick i think one you're i think it helps when you really like talking to people i mean i'm super extroverted so it's it's different right like the comfort level when there's new people is different for different people for me it's like when there's new people it's like oh, somebody to talk to <laughs> So, parang, that in itself already removes all the barriers. Right. Although the older I get, the harder it gets. Like, older we get, the harder know, it right? gets. But it's, it's different. Really like, new person, okay, yeah, sometimes it's exciting to get to know the person. But sometimes the connection, diba parang, yeah. it's, it's different, Jen. Like, to have someone yeah, to meet I up agree. with and talk to, but to have someone that you feel like is a friend for life. Yeah, was that hard for really you to hard. find also in, in the cities you've lived? Weirdly enough, there was always somebody that we found that we could, that I found, like me personally, that I could talk to. But it's not, it, it got harder the older we got talaga. Like the, especially in Netherlands and Italy, parang, kasi you also have the aspect of kids. So it could help or not help. Because then you have more parents to speak to but then like you said you don't have connections with everybody so you don't really want to waste your time talking to someone you're not interested yeah. in talking to right yeah. so it's like the first step is okay try to see if it's a connection and if it's not like something that you'll be so comfortable with I still say hi when I see them I do small talk yells but um, but then but hindi na yung parang like a, yeah no yeah and yeah, especially if you don't the... have that much time, right? Exactly. Because when will you do it? Like, I, I really felt in in Netherlands and here, the kid aspect really takes up so much of your time. So 
it's either and we don't have help, right? So you need to get a babysitter for you to be able to go out. So we've been trying to do that better to para Marbs and I have a bit more adult time. But it's not easy. And you really need to 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 choose who you wanna spend that right. time with. Yeah. So that's where that's where it is. But I think what I what I do think helps apart from you get interested in people. Like is what I learned is that when you are vulnerable and you show them you're vulnerable, they also open up to you. Hmm. So the, for me, that's always been the key to making a like a stronger connection with people. Yeah. Shepard, I don't do it with everybody. Like you choose who you feel really comfortable with. And then when you do that, that's when you sort of I don't know, then you build a stronger foundation or a stronger connection. Yeah. Right? Because then it becomes like a real I also don't like small talk. I'd rather talk yeah. deep shit. We're, so, yeah, I know. Why are we so like philosophical and parang always talking about life? But I think we share, we have that in common that we don't yeah. like the parang random, like light like conversations. conversations. And I think we're also the same in that we're just honest. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Parang like, yeah, I'll tell you even if it's like a crappy part yeah. of my life. Yeah, what do you want to yeah. know about my exes? That's <laughs> Is it like to the point of too much information? Yeah, sometimes, like sometimes it's like, yeah. I, parang baka I should have said, baka they're like uncomfortable, right? Exactly. <laughs> like sometimes I, I remember, I always now, na, I always ask, like, if it's not too personal, like I kind of add that as a disclaimer. My disclaimer. Like, like if it's okay with you, or you don't have to tell me, but if you feel comfortable in telling me, you can tell me. Otherwise, because sometimes I, it's right, right? We're so open. That maybe for other people, it's like, why is she so open? We're not like best I friends. I know. With with this <laughs> parang blog and newsletter thing, parang I got messages na like, thank you for opening up. I'm like, I read like, it's not that <laughs> me. Okay. So speaking of like deep talk, like deep shit, <laughs> I'm going to make you pull all your wisdom together and reflect <laughs> on out of all the like your entire life experience, your career in like so many different countries and from each country, what is like the most valuable lesson that you learned like in each country? Hirap. Ang hirap, no? <laughs> yeah. Kerry ba? Yeah. Hello, I, I gave try. you this question I beforehand. Know, I, know, so I know, I know, I know. Think of us. <laughs> I know I'm telling you that I had a hard time thinking about it. Like, Kanina, I was like, what What did I learn? <laughs> did I learn anything? No, but uh, Singapore, I think, it's really funny because when I think, when I thought about it, I felt like everything I learned was always something that drove me towards to the, next. the next. Feeling ko, I mean, that's, that's how I thought about it. Because like, in Singapore, it was just about how big the world is and how hmm. much stuff there is to to see and to do and to to learn from. That was really it. Okay, there's so so many things out there that we never, that I at least never really experienced or thought about when we were in Manila. Because I think maybe culturally my family wasn't so much into that. So it wasn't fed into me by family. It was just something I had to to learn or to see. So I think Singapore for me was that, like, shocks and the world is so big. There's so much we can gain from it. And I just want to get that experience. It was that. 
And then Tokyo was interesting because that was the first time I became a mom. Mm. And then it's Tokyo. So it was a combination of like all the mom stuff, which is essentially beyond yourself and how how do I learn how to raise my child uh, in this environment sort of lesson. I, I don't really, I can't think of a proper lesson, but it was that learning that I was getting. But yeah. then also it was about the, maybe the big lesson there was culture is so strong in some countries and you need to learn how to adapt and how to, how do you effectively make an impact or how do you effectively drive change without disrespecting culture? Hmm. I think for me, that was a huge lesson, at least from the professional piece, yeah. but actually even even personally, because the culture was just so ingrained there. So you cannot laugh at different cultures and you cannot say one is better than the other. Right. But if, if indeed you felt there was something you wanted to change for me, it was that, how do I do that without the disrespect? Like right. without with a proper like level of yeah like still parang, honoring the culture yeah, that is exactly. but parang pushing also for for change and innovation and not coming in as saying i know better than you right right so that's that's the worst thing you oh that oh that's so annoying and so I, anyway right? i know who got with that because <laughs> when you come in especially you're not from that country and then you come in and you say you think you're better like why why would right. you even think that so for me that was Really, in ano, in Tokyo, it was that combination of being a mom, and then that piece, and then of course with my husband. Pa. So actually, Tokyo for us was so pivotal because I think that's also where we really understood what it meant to be partners, me and me and Marbs. Because granted, the sacrifices both of us had to make. Eh. Yeah. So it was for me that was that's why maybe to me Tokyo was so special because you learned right. so many things there. And Netherlands was the pandemic. So, <laughs> uh, so like, is what, what did any of us learn in the <laughs> pandemic? <laughs> so honestly, in the Netherlands, no, actually, in the Netherlands, one of the big because their culture is so direct, right? Hmm. So I think for me, the biggest learning is if you don't ask, you don't get. So you need to say it. If you don't say it, you're not gonna get it because that's really how they are. They just say it. Yeah. Not necessarily in always in a rude way, sometimes in a rude way. But you need to ask. If there's something you want or if you don't ask, you're not even gonna know the answer. So you need to ask. Right. And then Italy we're still learning and figuring out. <laughs> because honestly, it's like Manila. Like the culture is like Manila. Really? Like values. Like that was the first thing both of us were thinking about. Because what it's about family. Family is so big. It's about food. The same way that we talk about food, other food while we're eating, it's the, it's the same here. Yeah. Like we're we're eating yummy pasta, and we're all like, oh, you know the ragu pasta in that <laughs> and the salumi in this place is so good. You should go there next time. Like it's so Filipino. Um, and then all the inefficiency and the bureaucracy, is the same. Yeah, like uh, there's as we, that as here also. Government, same. And then also a little bit of the, I would say the patriarchal thinking is the same. Because Manila, no matter what you say, women are super strong. But no matter what you say, you still have that very patriarchal yeah. mindset. And I don't yeah. blame it. It's it's how Asians 
necessarily or are usually yeah like i mean it's, yeah. yeah i mean we have to acknowledge it before it's changed but yeah it's so that is super different here here the women are like parang if you cat call or if parang some if a guy does something to a girl it's like like lesson they'll really get pissed parang I, I was out with the parang girlfriends and, and wives of the barcada of Mikel and we one was parang lessing na and we were just in the street and there was a guy that just goes like oh wow like you look you look really good but not in like in a bustos way like oh like so cute parang ganon and she got pissed as in she was like what are you saying and then parang he was like whoa like I just like Wanted to give you a compliment, but fine. Like I'm not gonna say anything <laughs> anymore. You know what I mean? Because it oh. wasn't like catcalling or parang no. objectifying. It was actually really nice. But I guess they're so used to like standing up for themselves. And yeah. when, when I watched Barbie with like two of the girls here, and there was that scene in Barbie na they go into the real America. world and the guys are like yeah, and um, and then they're parang rollerblading and then they're guys catcalling and all of that. They're like. Like, that's so intense, ta, ta, ta. And I'm like, yeah, like, that's Manila. Like, that's when I was commuting in Manila all the time. I'd be in, like, baggy clothes because I don't want, you know, I don't want to call attention yeah. to myself. But here, parang, they're matriarchal, I feel. More more in the north than than the rest of Spain. In the south. Yeah. But, yeah, it's so it's interesting because, no? Like, yeah. just Even comparing. In, in, I mean, Italy and Spain are so close to each other, but in in terms of geography, right? But then, I feel like Italy is a little bit more traditional than than Spain is, and I would say, like I said, like uh, uh, that patriarchy is is that that thinking is really still there, like that expectation. Oh, you you need to have children, you need to get married, you need to like all of those things that we grew up with in yeah. Manila. It's the same, eh? so that's why you're like it's really like Manila, the. Even like the the passion and the dancing and the singing and all of that, it's the same. So there's so many cool things. I mean, that's why we love Philippines so much, right? Because yeah, that 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 piece of it is so fun. Yeah. So it's the same here, plus all the inefficiencies. Okay, we talk about Manila, <laughs> and then we talked about like Aki and Bas, and you know, wanting to leave Japan to kind of give Aki a different point of view, worldview. What what are like Pinoy things or values or whatever, something Pinoy that you want to make sure you instill in them, even when you guys are living everywhere. Yes. <laughs> no, but it's it's super important. But I think we're lucky because at least here now where we live now, it's so similar. So this whole thing on family and respect, I think is is really one thing that so Filipino, like spending time together, having dinner together. I think even if Aki now complains. No way. He's six years old. Yeah, he complains <laughs> about like, why, why do you have to do this? But he's starting to complain. <laughs> Parang ang patient mo, ah. That's Hey, I'm the more patient one with a I know it won't seem like it because Marv's is so chill, but I'm the more patient one. So Oh my gosh. Uh, Poker but, face ni Marv's pero deep inside. <laughs> asar na, asar na. <laughs> no, but it's it's really that. I think it's the family uh, spending time and because that's that's so Filipino. And the love for food. 
which Bass seems to have. Aki doesn't seem to have, so... Aki said the other day, Mama, uh, when we're rich, or if we become rich, I think Bass will just want to, to pay all of the chefs. I'm like, why? No way! Yeah, he said that. I'm like, why? Because he likes to eat everything. So He likes trying everything. Yeah, Bass. But Aki realized it because he knows he doesn't. Yeah, he, he like, saw the difference. Not so much into food, yeah. So it's it's funny. So, but yeah, food, family, and all of those like things that we grew up with with the respect and stuff. I think that's something you don't wanna. And plus the humor, yeah, the Filipino humor. Like I I know everything. That would get jokes. Well, with Marv's, I don't doubt exactly. that. Exactly. It's impossible that they won't. Yeah, right? Like, I think every nationality has thinks their humor is so special, but it probably is. So I think for us, it's such a big deal that they get our... And laughing even when it's shitty. I think that's yeah. a Filipino thing. It is. You know? Oh my gosh. Like, there, I was talking to Elisa. Every time I talk to Elisa, we talk about, like, really intense shitty stuff. But we're always laughing. <laughs> What's wrong with us? Are we crazy? Why are we laughing you know but what else will you do like, yeah if you can and do there anything is something, there will be something funny about well no 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 not not everything no. <laughs> no but yeah like a lot of things like I'd rather laugh about it and be able to find the humor in it than be yeah. ultra defensive and you know super serious exactly. about it but I, yeah. I imagine that there are some things in, in history that you know we cannot joke about or laugh at. Yeah. Filipino history, yes, because Filipinos can <laughs> laugh at anything. Anything. Okay. Let's come to an end, East, because we have so much chismispa to talk about after. And just, at the end, I want to ask, like, everyone that I have on, because this is called, like, I suck. And because I think Parang there, you're like this fearless person. But is there something that you felt like you genuinely struggled with and how did you overcome that? I think it's uh, finding the balance talaga. Because and they, it's probably like the most typical one you're gonna hear with a lot of women. But me, it's really finding that balance. Like, you know, like still being a... 100% great mom, being amazing at your job, and then also making sure you take care of your partner. And then also don't, not forgetting your own identity. Parang, how the hell do you do yeah, that? Yeah, how do you do all of that? No, but I don't. That's my point. I don't. Because it's such a struggle. So, like, something will give, you know? Like, right. sometimes I feel so bad because... I'm working so late and so when the kids see me, I'm so tired and I, they can't even speak to me because my brain is still on the job. And then similarly, when I'm at work and, you know, I had spent like time with, with the kids uh, focusing on other things, parang I don't feel like I'm on top of work. And then you also have a partner, parang how do you spend time? And then I want to work out and then I want right. to properly learn Italian. I want to be able to read a book, uh, hang out with my friends. So parang... Yeah. Like, when do you do Parang all of that? It's, and... it's so hard to be excellent at all these things. Like, yeah. wala talaga. Kailangan and I really, average. And I really <laughs> don't think it... <laughs> but I really don't know how pos- how other people do it if and if they are actually able to yeah. do it. 
Yeah. yeah With a lot I'm of lucky. help, I guess, right? Exactly. I was gonna say, I'm lucky I have, a, like, a partner that's super supportive, right? And, like, parang I really feel like we're equals in, in the relationship. And I don't think everybody has that. But other people also have other things. Kasi kami, we live yeah. alone, eh. So for yeah. us, it's the two of us need to really figure things out. For others, it's great when you have your family around you and help around you. So that somehow not makes it easier, but it helps, right? So, but it's still difficult. I can't, I can imagine for everybody na. It, I'm sure everybody's in the same situation, with or without kids. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so there's always really this, that. you know, that there's something that's that you're not doing well. Yeah. Or, I don't know, and but there, is there are some people that it seems maybe no. And maybe that, that's why I want to have these conversations with people like you. Like, I feel like you would have been one of the ones that just got everything, you know, and, and is doing everything great. And so I want to have these conversations to find out. If it's true, number one. <laughs> and if it's not, like, diba, parang how to get over that that idea that we have to be amazing at all these things that we, we want to yeah. achieve in our lives. No, it's really hard. And you really need to give yourself, like, the grace, I, I would say. Do not. Yeah. You, you, you don't have to be perfect at everything. And then, in the end, it's really what your priorities are. Parang you'll have to prioritize, and there will be something that's more important. And to me, like it's really family, but that's a struggle trying to put that in action. Because with a family, it feels like parang they're just there, right? They're waiting. The demand is different. When you're at work, the demand is so obvious because it's yeah. like you're so accountable. So with a family thing, you need to remember you're really. It's like you need to have your own accountability, right? Na parang, shit, I'm not doing this enough with my kid. I'm not spending enough time with You're gonna give like, yourself KPIs for your family yeah. life? <laughs> not KPIs, but at least, because who's gonna hold me accountable? You survey natin si, si Aki <laughs> and si Mars. Did mama, did mama give you breakfast this yeah. morning? <laughs> Was she there when you needed help with homework? Are you satisfied <laughs> with your mama's love and affection? That joke <laughs> Does she hug you enough? Yeah. <laughs> and then there's this whole gentle parenting and old school parenting. Nako, don't even get me started because that's even a completely different story. That's but... a different podcast that you and like yeah. Burns can <laughs> oh my together God. and Jella. But how, in- how interesting would it be to have the three of us talking about that? Because yeah. I feel like the are so different. It's true. It's true. Even just by yeah. being with you and Jella in, in Paris. Right? And just see you and Marv's and then Jella and Ross and it's like like just so different but we all get along. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, Because it's there's be respect like you said. Yeah, it is. It you is. can't judge people really. Well, Correct. we can't judge other people. But not yeah, but we them. always judge ourselves. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Why? Why? Okay, let's end okay. there and try to like do some yoga and meditation and give ourselves the grace and appreciation after we end this. That we deserve. Yes, but thanks so much, Isa. It was super fun like, catching up and like no. throwing out questions that made you have made you reflect and think. You made me reflect so much. It's so annoying. I'm like, it's so hard. Brain to think drain, about ba? Answers. 
But I loved your answers and I hope our listeners did too. So if you did, reach out to Isa and don't forget to subscribe. <laughs> Ah, uh, thanks, Ease, and thank you to thank whoever you. is listening. Is listening. <laughs> okay. Bye.